0: With us right now, Javon Wood. And Javon, you are a business growth strategist and you are found on the web at livenotloathe.com, of which you're the founder. uh, And you're also the author of the book, Own Your Kingdom. Javon, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Josh. I'm excited to be here and excited to add some value. Absolutely. Uh, So you work with service-based, a lot of service-based businesses, but but share with me, uh, share with us kind of like your impact in the world and like how you engage in what you do.
1: Yeah, so what I do is I take the overarching business model uh, that the entrepreneur is using, um, and I typically just look at efficiencies, you know, how they can improve their processes, their marketing campaign strategy, so they get a lower cost per click if they run an ad, they get lower cost per acquisition if they're looking for more clients, right? Depending on what their campaign strategy is, if it's for more traffic, you know, looking at what their bounce rates are for the websites, just looking at some key metrics to make sure that they're generating that more revenue with less effort.
0: Yeah. So are there areas of the kind of the customer journey that you commonly see, like even if, say, someone, let's say they're an agency and they're working with um, someone that's running their ads for them, um, Mm -hmm. do you, are you saying you commonly find gaps where they're like, yeah, (laughs) there's some areas for improvement that, that you can fix? Absolutely.
1: The messaging. I mean, a lot of people go to these marketing agencies and stuff and the marketing agencies, you know, they may have the best interest at heart, but they're using these cookie cutter things that don't really jive with the business owner. So I'll make it so that it's authentic marketing, right? You look at their content. How are they saying, have they done market data analysis? Cause a lot of people are just jumping in and they're focused more on the branding than the messaging, right? And that's really hurting them, especially in uncertain times, like we're seeing right now.
0: Yeah, and what like what would be some good um, schools of thought if we're thinking about like how to create content in a way that's going to uh, kind of, it's going to connect, right? It's going to come across as authentic. Like I feel like I know and I like this people as opposed to just some generic how-to steps in a blog post.
1: Right, so the first thing you want to think about is who are you serving, right? We We know that, right? Who are we serving? But a lot of people look at that first layer of service, right, for instance, if I'm a coach, I may think that I'm serving uh, the business owner, right? But if I'm looking at teams, I'm serving their their people. So you have different uh, components and different customer bases. So you got to really identify which one you're speaking to. And then once you identify which customer base you're speaking to, now you can talk about their, their language. What language are they using to describe their problems, right? So not what I want to say, but what are they saying? So if someone stubs their toe, they may say, ouch, I stubbed my toe, but I may be saying, oh, you had a foot injury, right? So that spe- specificity is very, very important because when they go to search, how do I fix a stubbed toe? You want to rank for that one. Mm. And then you also want them to say, okay, this person gets it right this company is exactly what i'm talking about they know how i feel and then when you talk about the solution we hear it all the time features versus benefits the benefits have to be meaningful to them not just useless stuff that sounds good, right? We see a lot of coaches, for instance, they say, oh, get an empowering life or live to your fullest potential. That doesn't tell me anything about what's happening there, right? So you want to be very specific and you want to use actual language, not fuller words, right? If you're going to describe the fullest potential, what does that look like? You know, are they having more time? Are they generating more profit? You know, are they less stressed, right? What does the less stress lead to? Are they more confident so they can get what they want out of life? You know, so you really want to talk, more in depth and niche down on, on, the, on your language.
0: Yeah, when you are engaging and when you're working with clients, like what is that process? Like, how, where do you begin? And like, how do you determine where you go together?
1: Yeah. So I have a proprietary framework. It's called the five Y framework. So I talk it's foundational, right? So the first why we're going to look at the yardstick, what goals are you going for and how are we measuring success there? You know, then you want to look at the yield. What levers can we pull? You know, people processes, technology we here. you know, how can we associate that? Do we need to get more resources? Uh, are there some resources you have in place already that you're just not utilizing to the fullest extent? Are you wasting money, right? So you want to look at those levers we can pull. Then we want to use a voting term. It's called YAR, you know, making it easy, making it flow easily. You know, what can I delegate? What can I get rid of? What can I delay? You know, a lot of us, I know as entrepreneurs, we want to do everything at once. Sometimes you got to push those back. Maybe Instead of Q1, you do it in Q4, or maybe you delete it altogether because it's not serving you or doesn't align with your brand image, right? So those are some things you want to think about. And a business needs to be flexible, scalable, and strong, right? So it needs to have some resiliency. So the next why would be yoga. How can we make it so it can sustain these tough times? How can we make it so that you have more than just one revenue generation model, right? You want to have multiple strategies to generate that. That way, when one is going down, you have another one supporting it and you have more, um, you can you can really know what your revenue looks like month in and month out. And then yeah. you want that yearn. You want those people being brand ambassadors. You want your clients screaming from the mountaintops how great you are. You want your employees saying how great you are because those two subsets of people are what's going to help you become a sustainable and scalable business.
0: Yeah. Um. And what are some, maybe some High level like ideas around like if we want to empower our clients or our audience or our employees uh, to be better advocates. Um, I know that I'm guilty of that. Like I don't ask, <laughs> and I should not be asking. <laughs> you gotta ask. Asking would be step one, Josh. Uh, yeah, that's step one. <laughs>
1: But more so, um, you know, you create uh, feedback loops. You know, we, we have to be able to, on the customer side and employee side, we have to do surveys. You know, how are they feeling? How can we improve the product to make it better serve who they are and what they're looking to do as far as solutions? You know, we want to make sure we have ambassador programs or referral programs or whatever you want to call it. Incentivize them to share. Right. Incentivize them to talk about how awesome you are. And it doesn't have to be anything grand. You know, maybe if I have a book, right? Maybe I give them a free book if I found out that's what would serve them, right? You can find out whatever they, they want to use. Run that survey, you know, use Jot Form, Type Form, something like that, uh, or post on social. Media poll and ask, hey, what would you like to see more of? Right? Would it be a book? Would would a twenty five dollar gift card be helpful? Whatever it is, and then incentivize them via a giveaway on that survey, and that's going to start generating where they feel like they're engaged. They feel like they're heard. Right? Those are just some of the ways you can do it. As far as employees, right? You want ambassadors. You want them sharing on their social platforms how amazing you are. So it's not the filler stuff that really um, is speaking to people now. It's not the those benefits that we hear about. It's really social causes that speak more to people these days. So if you're backing the social cause, you want to make sure you're really putting that out there and talk about how it aligns with your brand. Talk about how you're serving them, right? Really find charities that align with your your values as a company.
0: This is good stuff. Okay, to our friend that's listening to our conversation right now, if you didn't write down some of those things, uh, rewind about a minute and write that stuff down, because that's probably going to be good for business. Free advice here. Um, And Javon, uh, how did you, like, what's your background? Like, how did you get into this work?
1: Yeah, I have a a very uh, complex background. right? I started in the military. Um, I did about 12 years in the military in the IT field, but I found that I really enjoyed business. I I enjoyed getting people to see what their strengths are and then leveraging those strengths to make their lives and businesses better. So I got my MBA from Robert A. Smith uh, School of Business, which is University Mm -hmm. of Maryland. And I've just been implying those terms. But, you know, we all know that degrees are theoretical, right? And a lot of that theory, we don't really use it like we uh, like we would think we do. So most of my training is OJT, right? That under job training, just helping others, you know, scale up their businesses, going in, finding the the issues, hearing what's
0: not being said, um, and just helping people scale up. Uh you know, and and I just discovered that you're a fellow military veteran business owner. So uh so I was in the Navy for five years. Uh you're in the army for 12. Uh what did you do in the army again? So I was IT, so I did the kind oh, of- Yeah, this right, IT. They said, wow. So, and this was, this was back in the uh, 2000s. And so, uh, yeah, they, we had, it was kind of interesting. They put a lot of us, um, I would say unconventional, uh, you know, smaller number of billets, you know, the small population of these specialty jobs. So I hung out, I ended up, actually my my best friend from the Navy was, was in IT, uh, but they kind of put us, so I was a journalist. So they'd have oh, the wow. journalists, they'd have the corpsmen, they'd have like, you know, where there's, there's not a whole lot of us, but musicians, I had, who was, right. was like a, a Navy that. musician. We were good friends. We were well, like yeah, the oddballs, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, but we became really good friends. Um, Hey, but I wanted to ask you like, you know, your military background, like, and, and this is just maybe speaking generally now, um, are, are there any, like when you hear someone kind of has been through that, that, that. That school of hard knocks and aka the you know, they they're a DD214 graduate. Um, are there any things that maybe assumptions that you would make, or like, are there any advantages you'd say to someone who's considering hiring a military veteran uh founder's business?
1: Yeah, I would say that the the advantages really lie in the discipline right? Uh, Most of us, we come out very disciplined. We come out very structured. Uh, We're very strategic about how we go about things. We're great problem solvers because we've had to solve problems that we never thought we'd see ever in life. A lot of us, right? So there are very, uh, there's a lot of advantages, right? The work ethic. You definitely really can't find that in a lot of people these days because people are like, man, as soon as it's not instant gratification, they're out, so yeah, military people tend to keep striving and keep wanting to do a great job for you, uh, because we know that we don't want to fail the people that we look to the left and the right. Uh, we have that selfless service embedded in us.
0: Yeah, I see that a lot. And one thing you'd mentioned too, it's like kind of like this: I did that work ethic. You know, I'd say particularly on, I would say standards, right? So in the military, like one thing you can't get away with is, eh, good enough. <laughs> Like, yeah, if, yeah. if you try turning that into your sergeant or your chief or whatever, yeah. yeah, it's good enough. Get your ass back down, you know, finish that job. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, there's just the there's no room for like failure. That whole concept of like failure is not an option kind of thing. And like that, that, that sticks with you. Like, you know, you got that drilled into your head for, you know, for me, just even five years of that, like it still affects me today. Absolutely. Absolutely. It doesn't take long because they, they every day, day in and day out, they're drilling it into you. <laughs> so, um, so do, do your website live, not loathe, um, uh, for someone that's, you know, come across our conversation here and they're like, okay, I, I, I like like I'd love to learn more. Like, what would you recommend kind of that next step in the journey? Is there, um, I see you've got some really good resources on your site. Right. Yeah. I would say go to livenotload.com. That's
1: L-I-V-E-N-O-T-L-O-A-T-H-E.com and take a look around. Right now I have a, a summit that's going on. It's called the Million Dollar Marketing Summit and there's no fluff. We don't give all that filler stuff. We're really uh, coming in with twenty five plus experts, they're speaking on topics like how to leverage networking, referral basis, SEO, all the stuff we hear, right? Um, so it's free. So go ahead and hit that link at the top of my website. And then also schedule a free consultation. You know, I have free consultations for for anyone that's uh, potentially looking to grow and scale their business. So hit that scheduling link and yeah, and we'll be off to the races.
0: What kind of questions do you ask, or what? How does the conversation? How does that conversation usually go?
1: Yeah, so the I, I like to say I use the 80-20 rule, right? I, chances are the person is going to talk about 80% of the time I'm going to listen. And then 20% of the time I'm getting pointed questions because I want people to be really clear about what they're asking. So that call is for clarity on your problems, uh, on how the solution could look. Right, what's the action plans? Um, And we just answered some of the basic questions like what revenue are you generating per year? Where would you like to go? You know, what are some of the obstacles? Um, Do you have the resources that are required for you to reach where you're looking to go or would you need something else, right? How can I best support them? Are they looking for marketing expertise? Are they looking for uh, sales funnel strategies? Are they looking for new biz dev opportunities? So we really get clear on all of that stuff. And then we look for an action plan, whether they work with me or not, they're going to get some, some type of action plan to move forward.
0: Yeah. Your website, again, live, not Javon Wooden, your founder. Uh, and uh, again, author, you've got, you've authored books. All of those are available on your website. Own your kingdom. Uh, Javon, thank you so much for joining us. It really enjoyed our conversation. Thanks for having me, Josh. I enjoyed it as well, man. Keep ascending. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com guest.